Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What it is, what it ain't. Back in the house, dropping in. Rhyming and rapping. Rapping and rhyming. I'm going to get situated here. Gosh. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Dropped a little rhyme for y'all right there. I'm back. Solo podcast this evening. This Sunday, fine Sunday evening. About 7 o'clock or so. Uh, yeah, I figured I would uh, come in, check on in on everyone. Make sure everyone's doing okay still. Um. First, just wanted to say again, thanks for some feedback I've been getting recently and through emails, and here goes the wiener dogs getting after it. I mean, we're not even a minute into this, and y'all are already starting shit. Did I press? Barely even a minute into this, and y'all are... Hey! 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 This is, this is my life, folks. We might have to put this on pause. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> y'all, hey, stop! Hey, all right, anyway... So, yeah, it's been a few weeks since I did a solo podcast. Thought I would jump in again, see what's going down, uh, update everybody what's going on with me in my life, and also if you do want to share what's going on in your lives, go ahead and just throw it out at me. But um, yeah, so uh, of course, still doing the CrossFit thing. Hold on, let me turn my phone on vibrate here, so I can get into these loser people messing with me as we uh, do this. And I'm just joking when I say loser people, y'all. Um, still doing the CrossFit thing, throwing down. Um, been throwing down pretty hard lately. I'm not sure if my body's been used to this volume. You ever feel like you're in a slump? I was talking to obviously everyone who listens to this. You know James and him and I did the CrossFit partner workout uh, yesterday morning, and it was rough. It fucked me up pretty hard. Um, CrossFit partner workout. Throw down. I don't even. I forgot what they called it. I was trying to get the exact. Okay, so here it is. <clears throat> um, yeah, we threw threw this down yesterday morning. Registered. Hashtag fitoponymuses. Is that what fitoponymuses? I think it's what we call ourselves. Fitoponymuses and uh, put ourselves on the leaderboard or in the standings. We're not. Yeah, we're in. Well, I guess the same thing. But yeah, hashtag. Well, you can use a bunch of different hashtags this year to look up scores, or I guess if. You do that. So instead of thick eponymuses, we I think we hashtag fit eponymuses. We hashtag middle fast clancy, long boy gang, all that good stuff. Um, 
So we might get canceled from the leaders. But anyway, uh, it was a tough workout. So quick rundown, 30 synchronized deadlifts. And if some of you don't know exactly what that means, is that you and the partner you're working with or whoever you're doing this with has to do a deadlift, which is basically just pick something up really heavy, send it all the way at the top, go back down at the same time. So I uh, started out with that at 185. It was for us and 30 Cinco. When I say Cinco, I mean synchronized. Bar face and burpees, a 400-meter run, 20 deadlifts. And these are everything synchronized, so I'm just not going to keep saying that. Um, 20 bar face and burpees and another 400, 10, 10 of the deadlifts and burpees, and then finish that with a 400-meter run. After that is you rest five minutes. So uh, just for clarification, let's say that first part, that you got a total – uh, I guess I should have said this in the beginning. You have 35 minutes to do this entirely. So let's say that first part took 30 minutes. You would only have five minutes left to – no, actually, you would – yeah, because if you had to rest five minutes, you would have zero time to do the second part. So, okay, so let's put it this way. If you did the first part in 25 minutes, you have to rest five minutes. So that would be the 30-minute mark. That means you have five minutes to do this second part. So 10 Cinco thrusters. 10 Cinco pull-ups, 400-meter run, 20-20, 400-meter 20, run, then 30-30, then finish that off with a 400-meter run, too. Um, we did finish it, and if you're anxious to know where we're sitting at in the standings, you can go look at it yourselves. Again, I threw out the hashtags, Fitipon, I think it's Fitiponimuses, and then Middle Class Fancy. You just look up our names, of course, to look it up. Uh, we also had a discussion, though. So the plural word for, I guess I could look it up here too, for for more than one uh, hippopotamus, what is, is it hippopotami or hippopotamuses? More than one hippopotamus called. The word hippopotamus means river horse. Okay, it's all, oh, well, here's a little fun fact for everybody. This is from... Jobulin iSafari.com. I don't know what this is. Okay, so anyway, first thing that came up on Google the word hippopotamus means river horse and is often shortened to hippo. Hippos have numerous collective nouns, and a group of hippo hippos is often referred to as a crash. Bloat, herd, pod, or dale. Hmm. Well, those are some interesting words. Why would a a group of hippos be called a crash? Okay, well, that's not anything what I was asking. What are the poor? But, so anyway, now we know what herds of hippopotami, hippopotamuses, are called. And everyone listening to this, my brain's all over the place today, so we might have to call this short. It's already going to CrossFit to try to figure out how do you figure out what hippopotamuses are. English words, Greek, language, others, just spelling correct. Oh, I'm just skimming over this something I found. All right, so anyway, I don't want to sit here and just keep Googling hippopotamuses, so how to use. Well, this is how to use hippopotami, hippopotamuses correctly. Here we go. This might be what we're on. Okay, the word hippopotamus, denoting the large gray mammal, comes from Latin and is Latin plural is hippopotami. But hippopotamus is an English word when English speakers use it. And there is nothing wrong with pluralizing in the matter of our own language, hippopotamuses. 
Okay, so I guess to say hippos or hippopotamuses, I don't know. I spent too much way, too much time on this. But anyway, so yeah, we did that. And again, uh, I was touching on this before, kind of circling back. Yeah, you know, just, you know, I don't know, just a bad couple of weeks for me. Just not been feeling on top of my game lately. I haven't really changed anything. I thought I'd been actually going to sleep a little bit earlier. And, you know, usually my diet stays pretty much the same, but... Um. Yeah, but anyway, we got through it. We finished it and paid our twenty bones. Registered, and we'll see what happens from there. Um, I don't think there's any more workouts than that. Uh, but just that one. But it was tough. Uh, also had the class do. We gave them an option to do the whole thing or the half that Saturday morning. It was a tough workout. Nobody was enjoying it, and it looks terrible. Actually, yeah. The way I wanted to say it, it looks completely hmm, – I'm not even saying this correctly at all. On paper, the workout looks you know, not that bad. But when you go to actually performing and doing it, rough. It slaps different is what the kids say nowadays. Slaps AF. And kids and their rock and roll and all that good stuff. All right, what else is going on with me? We got uh, – we got the NBA playoffs going on. Um, haven't watched much basketball lately. Um, I was in the habit of watching Lakers every time I could um, when I saw them on TV, which was mainly on TNT or ESPN, I guess they started a couple of games. So here comes Rocky with a stupid wiggle ball. I can't wait for this to start showing off some sounds for all of you. Um, there he goes. Hey, hey, do we have to do that right now? You haven't played with that thing in a couple days, and now you got to do it. So anyway, where I was going with that, yeah, uh, LeBron was out for most of the season. Um, He had an ankle sprain, I think it was. And then we got Anthony Davis out with a growing injury. Um, I think he had LeBron hurt his ankle. Can't remember. But anyway, he came back. They won the playoff. Or the the uh, play in, <laughs> thank you. The play in game, which is the most ridiculous thing the NBA is doing, which I have no idea why they decided to do this. Um, it's professional sports, and I, I get it with the NCAA tournament and everything to have a playing game to let two, you know, ba- there are always nobody teams that nobody would ever know. Rafford's, I think, even played in it a couple times. Um, to actually have a shot to get into the full tournament and then go get beat by some number one squad and act like they should have never played basketball in their lives. Which, you know, those guys don't learn anything from that. I mean, what what do you learn? I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to go to the tournament. But, yeah, we went to the tournament. We got blown out by 80 points. Sick, man. That was so much fun. Anyway, uh, point is that not sure why basketball or NBA basketball is deciding to do that now. I don't like it. Uh, I don't get it. I, what was wrong? I don't see anything wrong with the uh, the format on how it was. So, uh, so anyway, yeah. Um, Lakers were playing the Suns today, and I saw CP3 Chris Paul. For those who don't know who that is, um, through a uh, what do you call it? A no touch foul or a no ball foul? A no ball foul on LeBron, and you know, and I, I'm a LeBron fan, but when that dude gets hit, he is the you know, if he doesn't win a Grammy in Space Jam, he needs to win a Grammy in 
how he gets fouled on NBA court. Because <laughs> that dude touch him, he'll in to be a six eight, two hundred and probably twenty five pound, probably maybe probably more than that monster. You know, Chris Paul. Let's look up Chris Paul's weight. Chris Paul um, stats. He's probably six foot. Chris Paul height and weight. So it says Chris Paul is six foot, one hundred seventy five pounds, and which is roughly what I float around in. On well, obviously not height. <laughs> Maybe on a tall day. <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, um, but. Yeah, so 175-pound Chris Paul is going to go hit LeBron, and that dude went act like he went flying across the court to get, you know, uh, he got the foul, of course, called on him. But it was just a weird, I don't think Chris Paul meant it, but he did touch him uh, or hit him pretty hard, but but not, oh, God, the dogs are barking again, but not uh, not on purpose. So uh, what ended up happening was that, uh, a bunch of other players got mad, and I don't, I don't know if anyone got ejected yet, um, but this was the last point I saw of it. A lot of p- players from the Suns and Lakers getting mad at each other, started talking trash, of course. Let's see if we can find the score right now. Lakers score. What do we got? 99-90. Ooh, so the Lakers lost. I wonder. I don't know if anyone got ejected or not from that game, but I don't know. I think the Lakers are a favorite to go in the west and then the nets are going to go obviously from the east which if i was a betting guy in which i am i guess uh you got to put money on the nets they're the super team this year but anyway the whole point of this rant was just that uh i don't like the playing game um rooting for the rooting for lebron but i don't think it's going to happen this year but i hope it does so we'll see what happens with that anyway so uh yeah, we got basketball covered. Been watching baseball. Um, a lot more baseball lately. I've been I bounce around between the Nats, the Orioles. Been watching the Braves, and I think the reason I watched the Braves is because was it last year? No, it obviously wasn't last year because uh we're in quarantine. I was talking well, I was at a brewery yesterday and we were talking and that you know how we have, you know, A.D. and B.C., you know, before Christ. And what does A.D. mean as far as A.D. meaning after – um, gosh. Sorry, folks, I'm sitting there typing A.D. time meaning – Okay, AD stands for Anno Domina, Latin for in the year of our Lord. Okay, so BC is um, before Christ, and I guess after the AD is Anno Domina, in the year of our Lord. Okay, so they're saying, or me, me, my buddy and I were talking that in for 20, what is it, 2020? Yeah, it'll be uh, BQ, but before quarantine. We start referring to things because that's how I've been lately. It's like, okay, when was this? Okay, so roughly COVID came out March 2020. This is where we're at now. So that's how I've been referring to Where was I going? Oh, yeah, talking about baseball. Okay, so the reason that um, I think I've been watching the Braves is because before quarantine, I actually went – that was the last ballpark I went to was uh, the Braves' new stadium down there in Atlanta, which is badass. It's a whole new – 
they built this whole new area just based around this the uh the stadium it's a lot of fun uh you know i mean i and i was down there for uh, a work conference truest park that's what it's called where SunTrust and bbnt just joined together well yeah got to go down there watch games set in center field had a good time just drank a few beers a few beers had a few beers and then uh yeah tickets were cheap just ubered my way there and ubered home so yeah i was down there for work and it was a good time um you know a lot of people you know don't, don't like going to things by themselves and stuff like that but Maybe for like a baseball game or even movies, rather. I mean, you can't talk during a movie. You're not supposed to talk or be on your phone. But if we, I guess most movie theaters are coming back open. Life is basically starting to return to normal. But, yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, enjoy yourself. You can do anything and everything you want to do. You don't have to worry about, you know, getting somebody upset with you because you want to go eat somewhere different or you know, go, you can't go, I don't know. It's just, you know how, I don't know how to explain this very well, but you just get to do you. You know, you can do everything on your own time. You don't have to worry about being rushed for anything. You can just take life as you want it. And I actually have on, where I'm, this is where I'm, I'm not segueing or anything, but I kind of feel like I am. But one of the things I wanted to say was that uh, I have a thing on, I have a thing on, I have a bucket list that I do want to try to visit every Major League Baseball Park in the country. Um, or not when I say everyone, every yeah, every major league. I've been to a couple minor league ones, and there'd be no way I could knock all of that out. But every major league baseball park would be badass to do. So I'm not doing too well. Uh, I've got a couple I've done as far as obviously Truist Field. Uh, Tropicana Field, Camden Yards. I did go see Fenway, but not for baseball. That was for work too. But they gave us a little tour to go around, and which was good. I got to sit in the uh, seats and just have a drink and enjoy it. Um, and I think that's it as far as going in, actually inside the stadium. So big goal to work on. Trying that, maybe eventually. So summer's coming up. Uh, things like I said, things are getting back into normal, but people are starting to travel. Uh, everything's coming back to life. Seems like you know uh, a lot of comedians, um, bands. They're all starting to open up more shows. They're putting out their tour dates. So I think life is coming back to normal. Most restaurants are back open now. It seems like um, you know going out yesterday to a couple of breweries here just around in Southwest Virginia. Everything seemed to be wide open, and nobody. You know there was a. I want to say about 50-50 with the mask wearing and not mask wearing. So I think, I think we're coming back. I think we're coming out of this. You know, we, we got the light at the end of the tunnel. So we'll see what happens if we have to get a booster for our vaccine shots. 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 Um, later on in the year, which I could see that happening. But hopefully it won't come to that you'll have to prove that you've been vaccinated to go to a concert or get on an airplane. And all that jazz. So, um, speaking of all of that, that's some also something new that's happened with me. Got my first Moderna shot, and I did that mm, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so I don't remember exactly when it was. It was I think it was two or three weeks ago. So I guess it's I'm due for my the second shot, which is the one they. And when I say they, our expert team of scientists say it might uh, show you some symptoms. So. Some of them say that 
you know, if you've had COVID, which to my knowledge, I've not had COVID. Um, that's why it kind of messes you up a little bit. So we'll see. But everyone's different. Everyone I know who's gotten it so far, they've been fine. Uh, I think I did speak er, on the last podcast about my brother got his second shot, and it did give him some serious fatigue. But other than that, uh, after about a half day, three quarters of the day, he was pretty much back to normal. So, uh, Speaking of sickness and health and CrossFit, well, this is CrossFit's health part. But so I'll tell you something wild. Well, I thought it was pretty wild that happened to me the other day. So I guess it was last Thursday – Friday, Wednesday. Okay, it was last week. I don't know which day it was. Oh shit! I dropped my pen. Um, so I'm driving home. I think it. I guess it. I guess it had to be after the gym. I can't remember. But anyway, it's not important. It's not neither here nor there. Driving home. Uh, coming towards my house. Uh, it's main road. So there's probably three or four cars in front of me, and we're all going. At the speed of the you know the front car, and he or she is super slow. Just not sure if they're out of towners, uh, kind of going in and out of traffic. Could have been under the influence. I don't know. It was just weird. You just knew something was like what well, you know. You, I've never had a. I've never been a guy with road rage, but I do know have friends that have. But anyway, I'm just cruising along, chilling. I mean, you know, my commute is roughly less than ten minutes anywhere I go. So all of a sudden, we're pretty close to right where I would be ready to turn off. Slam on the brakes, just out of nowhere, okay? Not sure why. I think the guy was just confused. I don't know if he was waiting to turn or what happened. This was three or four cars ahead of me. Anyway, I slam on the brakes. I'm good. I stopped. Well, anyway, I look in my rearview mirror. I see this, uh, I guess it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's an orange eclipse, a Mitsubishi, eclipse, Mitsubishi eclipse coming down the road. No idea what's going on. I'm literally watching him. Slamming on the brakes as he has, he finally figured out what was going on. And I was, it was like almost slow motion. I could see him just while I was watching him try to rear end me. Hey, what's your problem? Like he was slamming on his brakes and he was inches from rear end, almost, you know, running to my rear end. And he slammed or swerved the steering wheel to the right, went up on the curb, almost hit this, um, not a guardrail, but a huge cement block. And like the whole time, I was like, "Well, here it goes." I just, I was bracing, like I grabbed the steering wheel. I was like, "This is where I get hit," but it didn't happen. Um, but it was wild, and I, I thought it was odd, you know, just having to watch that. And it's weird. It's a weird feeling. You're just watching in slow motion, and you don't know what's going to happen. So luckily, everybody was okay. I think his car was okay. I guess the uh, the front car finally turned off, and we all went our own regular ways. But it was. It was wild. It was almost an out-of-body, not an out-of-body experience, but it was a weird experience, you know, just to have something like that go down. Um, I've had that uh, one other time uh, in my life, and it was roughly around college. And it, almost the same exact thing happened to me, but we were all at a stoplight, and this guy just had no clue what was going on. And he ended up just kind of getting to the next lane while breaking and you know, it's one of those things, hit the brakes as hard as you can, your tires lock up, he goes skidding into the other lane, and everything's okay, but for there, for a split second, you're just, you could just see everything going wrong, and you're just bracing yourself and expecting the worst, but hoping for the best, as the experts would say. So, 
I don't know. It's wild and weird. Um, if that's ever happened to you, hit me up. Send me an email. Hit the links up. Not the links. Comments, all that good stuff. So, Or talk about it. Send me a voice message. Who knows? Get wild and crazy. Uh, segwaying into that, been weather's warm, obviously. Summer's coming back up. I'm looking at motorcycles again. Um, I always get in these habits of going on uh, car websites and looking up convertibles. You know, you just get in this warm weather. You just want to have a cool car or a motorcycle just to go riding around in. So just, just good times. So if you got any good deals there lately or see any good deals, throw them at me. I'm getting a swig right here. My voice is getting kind of dry. Sorry. I haven't, I feel like I haven't spoke this song in a while. So, uh, Voice getting kind of raspy. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, there's something about this weather, man. You just, like a Saturday or Sunday, you just want to go cruising. Just something about a car and you just get that feeling. You know, it's just a, it's a, lot, of good, a lot of fun. But uh, speaking of that, Ford, if anybody, any of you, my listeners are working at Ford or have some connections up there, they just released their, um, well, they didn't release it. Like, well, they released their uh, the press release. So their F-150 is going to be all electric, and they're called a Ford Lightning, which was – they had a Ford Lightning back in maybe early 2000s. Well, actually probably before that. Let's see if we can figure this out. Um, years of the Ford Lightning. But it was a – it was a – so 93 to 95. That's not – I thought they had a 2000. Okay, first generation. So there's was – it was a second generation. Okay, so early 2000s, and then there was an early 90s, too. So I guess first generation, then second generation. So I don't want to sit here and look at all these up. But anyway, uh, so Ford is releasing their all-electric truck, and it's F-150, and it's Lightning, which, where I was going with that, the old Lightnings were just had a big V8 in them, uh, small regular cab, a lot of horsepower, a lot of fun. I never drove one, but they look badass. In my opinion, so. Uh, but they got an electric version coming out, which is supposed to have 500 and some horsepower. Four lightning horsepower. So we got, oh, this says 426, but I thought I saw something. Okay, so standard 426 to extended. So I guess depending on which model you get, we'll have 563 horsepower. Wow. Impressive. So. They have that coming out. They're putting their frunk on it, which is basically how you see on you know nice little uh, foreign sports cars. The trunk is on the front where your trunk would be. Um, and one cool feature I saw when I was watching the video is that if it's a full charge, um, somehow or another, it can generate power to your home for up to three days. I guess obviously that's depending on how much power usage you're doing and – uh, the size of your home, I'm sure. So, but I guess I, I guess they went off average or standard um, house sizes, which is what I would have done. But anyway, badass truck. So <laughs> it's uh, I'm liking it. I'm digging it. Everything I saw first. Uh, so any of you working at Ford, get a hookup. Hook me up, man. You know, give me a blue one. I like it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. But also, I'm comp- still comparing it to the Tesla Cybertruck. That thing's pretty wild to look at. Pretty sexy. Looks like something non-foreign. Not non-foreign. Looking like something that's it's different. And I like things that are different that 
you know, if you go driving down the road, you're not going to see one every other parking lot you go into or every other whatever. So I like that type of style. So maybe one day if I ever get big enough, uh, some people have their own little shows where they go drive like McLarens or Lamborghinis, Ferraris and all that good stuff and just drive around, make a little video of it, talk about randomness of like how I'm doing here and make a little show of it, which that, I think that would be badass. I mean, just a lot of fun, just driving, just getting wild, just getting crazy. So, so yeah, we got to... Got to do something on that. So maybe when the Cybertruck comes out, I don't know when it's supposed to come out. Hopefully sooner than later. Seems like it was it was released before. Well, not released, but it was talked about way before uh, quarantine. So we'll see what happens there. But I think Ford is doing the whole uh, pre-order thing. Put $100 down, put your name on a list, blah, blah, blah. So they also have, I think they're calling it Emoc Mustang. Yeah, 2021 Ford Mustang E-Mach. Mach E, sorry, Mach E. And it's it's electric Mustang, but it looks like an, a station wagon Mustang. It's not not a true Mustang to me looking at looking at it. I mean, would I drive it? I'd like to. I mean, it might be pretty fun. But I uh, don't think it's exactly – it's just not the traditional Mustang. And I guess when it comes to those cars, I'm, I'm kind of – I'm partial to the previous one, especially when you get into the Eleanors and the 60s. And then I'm, I don't know, you just give me a Mustang, I'd probably drive it. So. Even though I probably shouldn't, my whole family's been Corvette people as far as my mom's side. So, But I'll take one of them too, one of those new mid-engine Corvettes they just put out. So anyway, uh, all right, kind of going off some, uh, going off a little tangent there on cars. But anyway, but seriously. Hook me up if any of you can. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where can we go from here? Um, what else has been going on with me? Uh, I don't know. That's why I said I knew we need to probably should cut this short and not sit here and just try to go off in too much randomness. I got to think of a good name to call this episode. So we'll see what what sparks on me. Um. Okay, what uh, what I do? What else I do this weekend? Uh, as far as movies and TV shows, I'm a big movie buff. In case any of you didn't know, if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, watched Army of the Dead last night. Zack Snyder's new movie. It's on Netflix. You want to hear my rating? Uh, six out of ten. Six and a half out of ten, maybe. Not sure if I'd go the full blown seven. Not a bad movie. Uh, the story was good. I thought it was two and a half hours, a little long, but I did kind of expect that because obviously it is a Zack Snyder movie, which if one of you, one of you, if any of you are wondering right now who is Zack Snyder, he just did the Justice League movie. He's done a bunch. I think he did Batman versus Superman, and he also did Man of Steel. What else has he done lately as far as non-superhero? I don't know if this is, uh, if Zombie of the Dead was... Come on, computer. Um, if uh, crap, I lost my train of thought. So I don't know if yeah, if it was based on any comedies or anything. But he's always done superheroes movies. So yeah, like I said, Justice League, Man of Steel, uh, Suicide, Batman versus Superman. Oh, he did Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, that's right. He did do uh, the three hundred movies. 
with uh, Gerard Bartler. Okay, so I guess I don't know if this was a original uh, thing, like I was saying, or what, of his own mind, or if he wrote it, or what. But anyway, not bad. If you got two and a half hours, watch it. Um, if you like zombie movies too, especially. And I thought Dave Batista did pretty well in it. Uh, if you're wondering who Dave Batista is, he's the big guy in it. He also played in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He was, uh, well, damn, man, I'm an idiot. I started going on here. Uh, Zax. Zax, is that what his name in Guardians of the Galaxy? I hope people are yelling at me. Drax. Drax was his name. So he did really well in it. Um, he's done a couple other movies. Uh, he's you know he's trying to be very similar to The Rock as far as movies it seems, and just being a big buff guy. But you know, man, he's doing his thing, man. Some people are probably hating him on for this for his performance there, but I thought he did well. He was fine. So he's trying. You know, not everything has to be perfect. So again, things I need to remember, especially when doing this type of stuff. Uh, so watch that. I watched Dazed and Confused today. It's on Peacock, and for whatever reason, decided to watch it. Just don't remember the last time I saw it, but still holds up. Uh, good movie. Takes you back on a few nostalgia-type parts, and big fan of Matthew McConaughey anyway. So all right, all right, all right. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. Now I think that was one of his first roles ever. It really kind of helped him get his start. So... Watch that. Um, what's what's watch Varsity Blues? Also a good movie. You know that brings back a lot of nostalgia. And I watched that maybe last week or two weeks ago. It's on HBO Max. Let's go from there. What else? Oh, uh, good documentary on Hulu. Uh, Sasquatch is what it's called. And I know what you're thinking. It's just some random Bigfoot documentary, which that's what I thought it was. And the guy who made it was on Joe Rogan. This is where I heard about it, obviously. So, and I listened to that podcast. He was a cool dude. He had some interesting topics. Um, he just, if you're looking for it, Joe, uh, let's see. I can't spell Sasquatch. Uh, Q, Sasquatch, Hulu. Um, I wonder if it'll tell me who made it. Is it Josh or David Holthouse? Uh, I think made it. Returns to the Emerald Triangle. Okay, so he made it. He's also done a bunch of other different investigative uh, journalist type stuff, and he talked about it on Joe Rogan's podcast. So he did this one, and I thought it was going to be a, a Bigfoot documentary, which it leads you out there to believe based on what's going on, but it's really about uh, the weed farms in California. These three guys got murdered in a weed farm, and the story behind it was that a Bigfoot did it. And I won't tell you else too much and give you a bunch of spoilers. So you go into into it looking like that, um, but there is some kind of factual information about Bigfoots, but then it goes down another completely different road than I expected. But worth watching, especially if you like documentaries. It gives you some uh, good things to talk about so or even uh, kind of expand on. So watch that really good. It was really good. And uh, that sparked my interest back into aliens since that seems to be a huge topic now lately also. 
And I watched the first uh, of the Alien series, Prometheus. It was on HBO Max. So I want to go through that series, I think, in the coming weeks. See where that takes me. But they hold up as well. Oh, and I also watched the old Predator movies, Predator 1 and 2. And I think that's where all this started coming from. So uh, getting wild and crazy. know what you're thinking. How many movies do you watch? I don't know. I like them. So... We'll see where that takes me. Uh, oh, especially that uh, I saw a recent post that Obama admitted that there is actually aliens out there. Um, I sent it to a couple of my friends, so I think that's what's been sparking all this interest. So this still keeps coming from anywhere, everywhere, and everywhere, and anywhere. That made zero sense on what I said. So, um, let's see. Sorry for the silence. I didn't know where I wanted to go with that. I was sitting there thinking. Here we go. Uh, last part I wanted to talk about. Just finished what's been going on with me. Uh, just finished James Nestor's book called Breathe. Really good book. A lot of good things from there. Uh, especially how we should be breathing from our nose as much as possible as, as opposed to breathing from our mouths. So uh, one good thing I found I can't. I thought was interesting that we are the only, when I say we, human beings are the only species that have irregular teeth. And when I say that, I mean, this came from the book saying that uh, our teeth are all crooked. Well, not everybody's, but most people or some people, however you want to say it, teeth come out crooked, obviously. And that if you look at animals and other species, all their teeth come straight every time. And it you know, it kind of got into a whole part where it's probably based on, obviously, genetics, but based on our the American diet, um, or just not the American, but also just the holistic diet. As you know, as far as human beings, human beings have been eating as of late. So, and that's been partly why it seems like our teeth and mouths. We've had you you know, as far as getting our wisdom teeth cut out, braces, uh, you know. I don't know how to say this better, but just the reason our teeth are more, we have to have put so much emphasis on our teeth as compared to other animals and species with our teeth coming straight every time. So I don't know. It was wild. Uh, it's pretty interesting. So came from that. Uh, also, obviously I listened to the audio version, talked about at the end, gave us a lot of different breathing exercises, which some very similar to yoga. Uh, but actually just to get us to breathe or get us, when I say us, human beings to breathe through their nose more, which I've been trying to do a lot more lately too, is uh, breathe through my nose and not just uh, my mouth when I can't. But allergy season, it sucks. So that's really tough. Another good point of that book was uh, talking about athletic performance space that, you know, a lot of people want to breathe through their mouth to get more air in, which is something based on their research you should not be doing. You should still, during workouts or running or whatever you're doing, breathe through your nose as much as possible. And that you won't see immediate uh, positive effects from it in the beginning. But eventually, if you keep doing it long enough and you keep controlling it, you will. So, uh, James Nestor is the guy who wrote it. And he uh, he did a lot of different studies with it as well. So as far as he was taping his mouth shut at night uh, to control his breathing, it helped with uh, his snoring. And there was something else that 
I want to butcher this, but he actually had bone growth happen as far as – I forgot how many of the pennies it was that stacked, but it actually improved his – I guess his nasal passages. So good book. Uh, very interesting. So moved on from that. Um, I finished Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, which is a very motivational book. It just makes you want to run through a brick wall. I mean, if you know who David Goggins is, I think, you know, uh, I've talked to him or talked about him on this podcast um, more than a couple times. But Ultra Runner, he was a Navy SEAL, uh, just a badass dude all around. And then now I am reading, kind of changing uh, gears here, and I started Jack Carr, The Terminal, um, and going down that series, in which I'm only a couple chapters in, so I don't want to really talk about that quite yet because I don't feel. I can talk uh, as intelligently as I want to about it. So, um, I think I'll end it there. Uh, so I don't go too crazy. There's a couple of things I did have written down that I kind of thought I wanted to talk about tonight, but I think I'm going to wait and discuss them with who comes on the podcast next. So be waiting for that. Um, as far as you know, more philosophical questions and statements or just discussions i guess is what i'm trying to say so try to get other other people's perspective on that so look forward to that also um if you're enjoying the podcast i appreciate you um but yeah again if you are enjoying it please like subscribe review it rate it whatever you got to do all that good stuff that the social media people want you to do so Again, appreciate it. Uh, I think that's all for me, obviously. Uh, hopefully, I'll talk, check in with you guys another time. Or, I don't, you know, and always, I shouldn't have said you guys because obviously those are probably not politically correct terms, but check in with you all later on. There we go. That's better. I feel like I got to watch some of my words now. But anyway, check in with you all later on. Uh, be well, be safe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank y'all. See ya. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.